0: Welcome to Luxuries for Your Soul, with Alexis Kletchian and Lauren Golt. Every episode is a look at life through the lens of luxury, whether it's the dismantling of belief systems, pursuing our passions, or standing in our truth. We approach each conversation with genuine curiosity of what it means to have a well-lived life. Today, we are discussing The Gene Keys a tool for self-discovery through various sequences that have the power to unlock your potential and deepen your awareness through the art of contemplation. The Gene Keys are designed to be contemplated over a period of time to absorb the information. This slow transformation that Gene Keys creator Richard Rudd refers to as self-illumination. In this episode, We share our individual hologenic profiles based on the time, date, and location of our birth. If you love this episode and want to get your own hologenic profile, links will be in the show notes below. The gene keys is the map, the hologenic profile is our compass, and the golden path is our journey. We invite you to join the conversation and walk the golden path with us, beginning with the activation sequence. Here we go. So, I thought it would be supportive and fun to learn about your energetics from the perspective of the Gene Keys. And this is a follow up to your words of the year, enlightenment and grace. Would you like to take a journey of self illumination with me? Yeah, that sounds great. All right. So, I sent you your hologenic profile from the Gene Keys which is the beginning of the golden path. We're going to begin with the activation sequence and the activation sequence is, you looked at this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You read it. Okay. All right. you feel good about it? Yes. This is not in my wheelhouse. So I'm very
1: excited to be enlightened by all this information <laughs> that you're about to share with me.
0: <laughs> okay. So the gene keys are contemplation of our soul's intention for this lifetime. By understanding what we are here to do and learn, what keeps us healthy, and what deeply fulfills us, as in our purpose. Before we begin, I just want to ask you a question about purpose. Have you ever thought about what your purpose is? Not really, no. Okay. What about your purpose and sense of not what you're here to do, but how you are here to do it? how your soul wants to express your individuality.
1: I wouldn't say I've ever really thought about that aside from I would like to be a good person and have integrity and be kind and all of those things. Be a good human, but I wouldn't say I've ever thought
0: about You that. are all of those things. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: not a lot of people can say that. (laughs) That's true. But no, I think that's one of the reasons I'm excited about this is as we've talked about before, I'm not really one to talk about myself or really think about myself from these points of view. So now I'll have time to do it or now I'll make time to do
0: it. All right. So this is the beginning of walking the golden path. And within this activation sequence, we have... Things called my genius. And they're broken up into different categories of life's work, you know, what I'm here to do, my evolution, what I'm here to learn, my radiance, what keeps me healthy, and my purpose is what deeply fulfills me. Why don't you read what your life's work is and the gene key it corresponds with? And then we will contemplate it together after. My life's work, what I'm here to do,
1: gene key 23. It says, your role in the world is to help others by making their lives simpler. You may do this in many different ways, but the prime way is through the way you talk. When you speak, you are able to distill things down to their core, making you invaluable to many people, either as a friend, teacher, parent, or business person. You are at your most potent when you say less and wait for the right moment to express yourself. When you do speak, it cannot (laughs) be planned but must be a natural response or invitation to the moment. In a world that is becoming more complex and serious by the minute, you are here to release the pressure on people's minds and resources. Your soft touch, clarity of insight, and knowing smile is much needed and will be welcomed everywhere. Love it. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: Love
1: it, love it. (laughs) Does that resonate with you? It does. It's very on
0: point, if I do say so myself. Yeah. Okay. Can we just highlight the fact, what did it say here? You are your most potent when you say less. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sometimes they think you're very abbreviated and you'll write your response. It's very like, short. And I'm like, what was there more to that? <laughs> I also (laughs) love that it says the part about in a world that's
1: being more complex and serious, you're here to release the pressure on people's minds and resources, which to me, I interpret that as things get too serious, if there's too much silence, if it's awkward in a room, I am definitely the person that just starts making a joke or says, Oh, wow, this is weird, guys. What do you think? I'm definitely that person. So this is spot on. Way to go, Gene Keith. Mm -hmm.
0: I also like that it says that. You are invaluable to many people, either as a friend, a teacher, a parent, or a business person. Like you, a businesswoman. Yep. Boss lady bitches. You are. You're all business. hmm We talked about this in the New Year, New Intention episode, which we will link to in the show notes, how important your friends are to you. Yes, they are. And that you take that serious in the way that you show up. And all right. What about yours? Can you read yours? My life's work. It's what I'm here to do is gene key 53. You are a force of continual expansion in the world. You are actually under pressure from within to keep expanding. There are several implications to this. First, if you prevent yourself from feeling the freedom of this by remaining stuck with old forms or structures that no longer really excite you, you cut off your own greatest power. Secondly, expansion requires that you constantly begin new projects and endeavors that build on your existing foundation. This is most important. What comes next is connected to what came before. In other words, the process you are involved in must grow organically rather than be forced by a predetermined (laughs) mental vision. (laughs) Everything new that you get involved in needs to be part of a greater synthesis rather than becoming redundant once you finish it. And this way, you will harness the vast energies of expansion.
1: And what about you? Does that resonate? I
0: mean, it's really esoteric, isn't it? (laughs) It's like expansion. And all right, some of the things here, I do like to stay excited. I like to start new projects, building on my existing foundation that like everything I've done before, what comes next, I mean, definitely the way that I've done any creative project or collaboration. I'm always looking for the evolution of it. What is the next step? How do we make this bigger? How do we make this better? What is the predetermined vision? And that's something I tried to stop doing when we entered into this podcast partnership. I specifically was like, I'm not really looking at the big picture. I'm not going to plan in advance. I just want to be here in the moment with you. And just see what happens. We've never
1: done that before. It's funny too, because it did evolve. I did, when we first started talking about this, it became, we had this list of topics and ideas and you were trying to make a schedule. And then I noticed that you slowly started to pull back from that and put less pressure on that aspect of this. So yeah, you don't seem as with yours (laughs) as I was with mine.
0: <laughs> well, it's like uh, it already no longer excites me. I did it yep, right. Let's move on. That's okay. yeah. I'm ready to. I'm ready to expand. All right, go to your evolution. My evolution.
1: What I'm here to learn. Gene Key, forty three. The balance to your gift of self-expression is a rebellious spirit that every now and then cannot be contained. Despite your gifts, you simply cannot help breaking patterns and finding new ways of looking at things. Your test in life is to live with this dangerous spark inside you. You may go through long phases Mm -hmm. in which your life seems to be moving in a single direction, and then suddenly, unexpectedly, everything changes and veers off in another direction. Because you know the spirit inside you, you're able to understand the fear of change in other human beings. Your life is about learning to love the unexpected and trusting the part of you that doesn't know where you're going or why. As long as you listen to your innermost voice, the soft, strong voice, you will always feel at ease, even
0: in times of great transition. Can I interrupt like immediately? Go for it. I'm going to anyway. Do you fear the change in other people? The change in other people? Mm-hmm. A little. This dangerous spark. Yeah. Maybe. I feel the change in other people. A jinky about transition, right? Rebellious spirit, breaking patterns, new ways of looking at things. The fear of change in other human beings. I actually I'm having a hard time
1: <laughs> comprehending what exactly or coming up with an example of that. Understand the fear of change. Oh, do I Mm understand why others fear change? Yes. When it says you're able to understand the fear of change in other human beings, I feel
0: like I'm overthinking this. Well, because you know that this spirit is inside of you, that you have a, a rebellious spirit and a dangerous spark, do those things resonate in you? I think what it's saying is that you understand that other people may have a fear that they are changing. Yes,
1: this does resonate. All awesome. way to go! Look at this, Gene Key, forty-three. Also spot on. I love the last line: as long as you listen to your innermost voice, you'll always feel at ease, even in times of great transition. That is very true, but something that I don't always do, and is something I try to work on.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what about when it says that everything changes and veers off in an, another direction? Does that happen to you? Is that some kind of a pattern that you've seen in your life so far?
1: Yeah, sometimes it's change that I create because I don't like redundancy and need that. And then other times it's just when it comes about suddenly. So yes, that's also true.
0: So remember this gene key is about your evolution. So it's what you're here to learn. So if some of these things resonate with you, you're already learning these lessons, or you're already expressing this energy within yourself or if it's something that doesn't resonate you just know that it's the possibility of it being there right
1: learning to love the unexpected and trusting the part of you that doesn't know where you're going or why i love that it makes me sound so carefree also more rebellious as i get older and more open to change and seek it out which is
0: interesting what is the last thing you rebelled with what is lauren's current version of rebellion look like i went to the movie theater and i
1: snuck in my own snacks (laughs) and you're not allowed to do that (laughs) there is a sign everyone knows you can't bring outside food in the movie theater and you know what i brought my own m&ms and goobers in my purse yep (laughs) living on the edge over here (laughs) you
0: are so rebellious i know naughty girl Mm -hmm. most are you going to read yours? Okay. Are you ready for mine? I am. Yeah, I'll read mine. My evolution, what I'm here to learn. Gene Key 54. You are designed to evolve far in life. There is a deep pressure driving you to keep transforming yourself and your assets to higher and higher levels. This is really a never ending process. Your only stumbling block concerns greed. Transformation, requires, <laughs> Transformation <laughs> requires that you convert the baser energies, such as greed, into something higher. At the same time, you must allow yourself to be ambitious rather than denying this material side of your nature. You have to move to the spiritual dimensions through the material realm. And if you try to bypass this basic law, your life will never quite get off the ground. Therefore, determine clearly what it is that you want in life and form relationships that support it. You must not make the fundamental mistake of thinking that you can get where you're going on your own. Raw ambition is not enough. If you can, use your ambition to your advantage without letting it rule you. Then you will be given support and recognition when and where you most need it. It mentions material items. And then I can't remember exactly what it said. I wish I'd
1: printed out yours, but the fact that you designed jewelry and had a store and, you know, Mm
0: -hmm. all of that,
1: but it goes beyond that. You, your passion isn't the selling of the jewelry. It's the building of the relationships with the people that you Mm -hmm. interact with, that you are helping tell their story You're helping them treasure a moment. So that all, that's the first thing I thought of when
0: you just read that. I'll read it again. It says you have to move through the spiritual dimensions through the material realm. And if you try to bypass this basic law, your life will never quite get off the ground. What the fuck?
1: Yours are very different than mine. Let's let's call that out.
0: Very, very different. So the material realm in spirituality. So this podcast, the creation of this podcast is material. Like we have to invest in this material world. Eventually we're going to have beautiful visuals and products and amazing things that coincide with this. But, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to get too ahead of myself as, as Gene Key 53 says, I'm just trying to be in the moment and not continuously expand before I'm ready. But it's true. you. In order to go through things, how do I want to say this? I'm not really... I am sweating. What? Like, <laughs> I feel weird. Well, your gene keys are weird.
1: These descriptions are weird. Yours are so much of a, another level than
0: mine, which is just hilarious. It's like a real mind fuck, isn't mm-hmm. it? So you are designed to fo- evolve far in life. And I have a deep pressure driving me to do this. But be careful. Don't get greedy. But you can't go it alone and you need to do it through the material around, but don't get greedy. <laughs> Will you hold my hand through this? Will you make sure I don't go it alone? <laughs> oh. All right. Wow, that's a lot. Next. I know, right? This see this is where you need to contemplate these things. These descriptions, they go deeper and there's a lot more. This is just like snippets of it.
1: Do you think the don't get greedy is it all connected to when you decide to dive into something you really dive into it, it's not just one book, it's five books and
0: yes, yeah. That could be one
1: way to look at it. Absolutely. Like I'm trying to like greedy for information. Do you think that's sort of what it's saying? I'm trying to figure out where the greedy part. That's one way to look at it.
0: Okay. Well, it talks about the material realm specifically. So when I think of greed, I think of like the haves, the have nots, like I have it all, like I am going to have all of the things and you have none because I need to experience this thing for myself. What does this mean for me? You can't have any of it. It's for me. It's for me. It's for me. Like that's kind of how I look at greed in general, but it could be the very basis of, yeah, don't be hoarding materials let go a little, that I will be given support and recognition when and where I most need it. You don't need to go and have five resources. You can be ambitious, but I don't know. It's really, it's really out there. Yes. But I like it. I, you know what? It's what I'm here to learn. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Don't get greedy. Don't get greedy. <laughs> Shit. Don't go alone. Don't make the mistake because your life will never get off the ground. <laughs> it's so ominous. Yes. <laughs> okay. Read your radiance. I want to know what keeps
1: Lauren healthy. Mine is Gene Key Forty Nine. It says you are a highly tactile person. At the deepest level, your sense of touch extends into more subtle realties as well. What other people cannot sense is to you as real as touch. This means that your environment is incredibly important for you. It needs to feed your spirit rather than drain you. On the other hand, you need to be careful not to become hypersensitive to people and places because this makes you a victim to them. If you catch the right balance between being mentally clear and emotionally sensitive, you'll be able to handle any environment or person without feeling energetically swamped. When you are really clear emotionally, you radiate an acute sense of purpose or mission and many things become very clear to you, especially the various hidden agendas of those around you. This gift thus allows you to build a milieu peopled only by those you absolutely trust. Anyone whose principles are not as high as yours simply cannot fit in your life. Dead on. Mm. Dead on. My space is very Mm -hmm. important to me. I'm very affected by my environment By people that are like energy suckers or take up too much space in a room, all of this is dead on.
0: What about the balance that you can find balance? There's your favorite word right there. Balance between being mentally clear and emotionally sensitive. I need to. Yeah.
1: Well, that's a key part in keeping me healthy. It's just hard to, to do. And yes, I hate that word. But yeah. Well, this is, again, dead on your turn. What keeps you healthy? I'm so glad you're enjoying this. I can't
0: wait. <laughs> <laughs> you mm. can't see Lauren's mm. face, but she's hilarious. Mm. My radiance and what keeps me healthy is Gene Key 51. More than anything else in life, you need excitement to keep you alive. Mm. The more you follow your own way, the healthier and more radiant you become. Likewise, the more you allow others to coerce you into conforming, the more angry or dejected you will become. Everything about you is original, so don't copy anyone else. You are a creative being with a love of the unknown, which means that fear should never be something that worries you. Fear for you is always something that must be confronted and absorbed, and then it will never get in your way. If you have the courage to live your own life without compromise, you will create powerful waves wherever you go. Your very presence will be an empowerment to others. The words that come out of your mouth can never belong to someone else, and the things that you do in life can never imitate another. The environment you live in should reflect your inner world and may be startling to others. (laughs) But that is who you are. You are one of a kind. Wait, read the first two sentences again for me. <laughs> more than anything in life, you need excitement to keep you alive. The more you follow your own way, the healthier and more radiant you become. Wait, And read the next line after that. Don't tell me what, don't tell me what to do, <laughs> basically. Okay. Then it says, likewise, the more you allow others to coerce you into conforming, the more angry and dejected you will become. Okay. You're nodding.
1: You're yes. nodding. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm just thinking of years ago when you would be when you had the gallery and you'd be trying to collaborate on things and people would be pushing or trying to get you to move in one direction and it's not your jam. No, Mm-mm. no, no not my jam. You're right. I like this. This is dead on for you. This is the first one that I really understand. And yeah, this, Mm. what do you think? How do you Mm -hmm. feel about this?
0: Well, I I always have known that I just need to do what I need to do for me. And I got to check my ego here on this one. It's tough, right? It's telling me I'm one of a kind. And okay. So one thing I can definitely speak to is you are one of a kind. Thank you in all of the ways. All right. It says, fear should never be something that worries you. Fear for you is always something that must be confronted and absorbed, and then it will never get in your way. I feel like that is spot on for me. If I'm afraid of something, I'm going towards it for sure. Really afraid of horses. I have six horses now in various ages. Not only do we get horses, I got baby horses so that I could learn from the ground up. But I go head on into something that I feel like I'm afraid of, so I can conquer that fear because I don't want anything to hold me back. If I'm afraid of it, i'm gonna I'm gonna show up once I check in with, well, is this a real fear? Is this something that I should be afraid of with horses? Yes, your fears are very legitimate. You right. could actually get really hurt, right? It's not a mind a mind game like this isn't something I should be afraid of. like it's legit. So just learning that slowly over time, I'm getting a little better. I might, I might even ride one this summer. We'll see. I'm not, remember, I'm not promising anything, but you have the freedom to be able to make your own decisions
1: and not conform. And you know what I mean? And to be authentically yourself. I feel like all of that really ties into who you are and what's authentically who you are. But
0: I chose that. True. chose I chose to, I chose to live my life without compromise, actually are compromises and everything. So then I'll say, what's the compromise? Can I live with the compromise? Is it okay? Do I understand it? Is the compromise my decision or you're forcing this on me? Like I look at it from all of the angles and then I say, all right, I'm going to accept this compromise, but because it's what I choose, you're not going to put a compromise on me because then I am going to throw that grenade and anyway, <laughs> what? I love it is your purpose.
1: Tell me your purpose. My purpose, what deeply fulfills me is gene key Four. your life will very likely lead you into some interesting relationship patterns that challenge your ability to forgive. Forgiveness is the truest purpose of your life. It is a lesson you must learn again and again until you can inspire others to do the same. Nothing whatsoever is gained through blame. Blame is simply an externalized projection of your victimhood. As you go through life's experiences, you're being given a beautiful opportunity to understand human beings and their suffering and in understanding where their suffering comes from to forgive them and let them be. This is a truly incredible power that you hold. And no matter what you do in life, the only thing that really matters is that you live free from resentment and regret, loving and trusting in the greater flow and tempo behind it all.
0: Oh, that's beautiful.
1: I know. Basically, what all of this is saying, I'm wonderful and pretty yeah. perfect, a little bit of a rebel <laughs> and highly tactile. You're <laughs> not
0: a rebel. I told you I <laughs> snuck candy into the movie theater. Rule breaker. Do you see forgiveness as a pattern in your life? Yes, definitely. Mm. Okay. Yes. You want to expand on that or no? to Save that for future. <laughs> Maybe save that for a future. All right. You want to hear my purpose? Yes, I'm dying to know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My purpose, which deeply fulfills me, is Key 57 You are here to bring something very special into the world, the spirit of surrender and softness. You are here to demonstrate the incredible sharpness and clarity that lies in yielding. The more gently you approach life, the more opportunities and avenues open up before you. You can demonstrate this power of giving, yielding, softening, and waiting. This incredible discovery is the absolute opposite of the way in which the world conditions us to think. Within these words lies decisive power that acts exactly the right moment. There is nothing and no one that this gentle spirit inside of you cannot bring to their knees, given enough time and patience. You are the one who sees beyond the material plane, whose intuitive gift can penetrate people's hearts and minds, and whose gift will bring greater synthesis and clarity into the world. Does that resonate with you? Yes, this resonates with me, especially the part about yielding and softening. Because... I can be a little fiery and I don't always mean to be fiery, but it's because I feel very passionate about certain things. And with sometimes the ability to see what's going to happen before it happens, I get a little more intense because there's a frustration of like, you could just save yourself from all of that bullshit. What do you do to manage that frustration or how do you
1: you're on a different level than I would say most people in that you you're open to seeing to signs, to feelings and visions. You're much more in touch with that. So some of the things that I feel like you see coming down the road that other people don't see, that's not necessarily their fault. It's not necessarily, I don't call it ignorance, but it may appear as ignorance to you. So how, what do you do to sort of manage that and not get incredibly frustrated?
0: Mm, I have to remember that it's not my life. It's somebody else's life. And that's the path that they need to take. And sometimes it's the mistakes they need to make to learn the lessons they need to learn. But if I happen to be part of the equation or part of that journey, I do find it frustrating to separate myself because I want to get in there and be like, I I already made these mistakes. I did these things. I resonate with this. I see what's going to happen. I want to save you from this. I want to help you do this. But also that goes back to what I'm here to learn, right? My gene q 54, that I'm designed to f- evolve far in life, that I have this deep pressure driving me to evolve. It doesn't mean that the other person does. Maybe everything is just fine and they don't even care. And it's not in their awareness, but it's in mine because I am designed for that. I have this deep pressure within me. I have to pull back and practice that yielding and softness and say, this is not my problem. This is not for me to do, to fix, to put my energy in. I have to practice some discernment. Makes sense. And then I eat a cookie. And then you eat a cookie and that (laughs) helps. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I don't eat my feelings. That was just a joke. But I do like... (laughs) Chocolate chip cookies. I think there is no other cookie that exists. It's just (laughs) chocolate chip cookies. No, I don't. I don't. I don't eat my feelings. Okay. So I am literally sweating. The energy was moving through me and I'm spitting on my microphone and I'm sweaty. How do you feel? Good. Not sweaty, perfectly
1: fresh. You're like, I like myself. This is not my wheelhouse. It's a
0: lot to reflect on, but I like it. So what do we do next? You contemplate these. This is just the beginning. It's a never-ending process. You just keep contemplating. There's no answer. There, It's just a journey. And what Richard Rudd, the creator of the Gene Keys, says it's a journey of self-illumination. So this is the beginning of walking the golden path. You've walked the golden path before, right? I have been on this journey with the golden path, but this is going to be the first time that I'm going to be doing it in sequence the right way. Just curious though, obviously this time will be
1: completely different, but when you went through this the first time, how did you feel afterwards? It's like,
0: God damn it. I can't do this alone. No. Um, (laughs) I, I, I felt like I wanted to share this. Okay. It's interesting These contemplations are interesting, but you and I have very different energy. And if we're going into this, this podcast with the intention that we're going to be vulnerable and we're going to have honest conversations about what it means to have a well-lived life, this tied in and it tied into your new year's intention. And I just thought it would be, it would be lovely. I, I did, and I do still have some reservations about sharing my unique energetics because they are so esoteric. I don't want people to come at me. My energy is different. It's not really easy to put a finger on. I don't want to be pigeonholed. I don't want people to assume anything. I am very much just moving in the way that feels aligned and authentic to me. And I'm not going to apologize for that. And I'm just going to continue to evolve. And I'm going to try and be vulnerable in this space. Well, the whole concept of this book and the
1: gene keys is self-discovery and self-illumination. So it really doesn't matter what anybody mm-hmm. else thinks anyway.
0: I love that you read these and you were like, yep, that's spot on. That's me. I love it. It's beautiful. It says exactly who I am. And it's simple and pure in that because mine are so out there. I feel like, I'd be like, yep, that's me. I'm designed to evolve in life. Yep. Now I'm one of a kind. Like, I don't know. I guess it's better to have someone else be your cheerleader. Next time, I think we should read each other's out loud. Oh, there's a lot more of this content to come. Yeah. All right. So let's wrap up on the hologenic profile on your main page here of your little report that I made for you from the Gene Keys website. I want you to read your genius, love, and prosperity, and then I'll read mine and then. Until next time,
1: my genius says my deepest purpose in life is to manifest the gift of understanding to realize my purpose. I need to transform the shadow of intolerance love in relationships. My greatest challenge is to transform the shadow of opinion into the gift of farsightedness. The highest expression of my heart is omniscience prosperity. I unlock my prosperity through my gift of realism. I undermine my prosperity through the shadow of limitation. I thrive best in a position of leadership or influence. What about yours? What does your profile say?
0: My genius says my deepest purpose in life is to manifest the gift of intuition Mm. to realize my purpose. I need to transform the shadow of unease. And my love says In relationships, my greatest challenge is to transform the shadow of provocation into the gift of dynamism. The highest expression of my heart is universal love. And my prosperity, I unlock my prosperity through my gift of altruism. I undermine my prosperity with the shadow of selfishness. I thrive best in a partnership.
1: Hmm. which is the complete opposite of mine. I thrive best in a position of leadership or influence.
0: Woohoo! <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> we want to acknowledge that having the time to contemplate our purpose, shadows, and gifts is a luxury for your soul. We have created affiliate links in the show notes below for you to join us in walking the golden path. These affiliate links support the show and provide resources for intuitive investigations. Reading from the back of Richard Rudd's book, Genius, A Guide to Your Activation Sequence, he says, Those of us who are privileged enough to have time to contemplate our purpose have a special responsibility to the earth to bring this essence into the world there still exists much suffering in the world. And every time we incarnate, even a small aspect of the greater ideal of a better world, we fulfill our higher purpose. This is the true meaning of our activation sequence. Thank you for being here until the end of the episode. Please leave us a five-star review and subscribe for all the luxuries for your soul.